give me a big hug as you come in. Scooch on over, everybody. Scooch on in, everybody. This is where we can actually get close here on the virtual stoop. Hell, you can safely swing your arm over the people next to you on this stoop. Hey, everyone. So good to see you this morning. It's time for another stoop sits. These are getting a little bit challenging because uh, Instagram is giving me, it feels a little bit like, you know, at the um, Oscars and the Grammys and stuff like that when the, when the winners do their speech and they go on too long and then they start playing that music. I kind of feel like Instagram has been doing that to me uh, for the last couple of weeks. Like it starts to play the music where the screen gets all weird. And then the uh, last couple stoop sets, it dropped out completely. And I gotta confess, it makes it a little unenjoyable because I'm trying to drop into a, a sit, a meditation. I kind of have like one eye open to make sure I haven't lost ya. Hey y'all, good to see you this morning. High fives, we're here again, another day, another week on the virtual stoop. So um, I'm going to be expeditious, given in light of what I just told you uh, about how Instagram is giving me the Oscars music. Uh, it certainly feels like it. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to try to be more succinct because those of you that know me well, you know that I like a good long talk. I can talk indefinitely. I can talk forever. So. Um, in the spirit of getting right to it before my Instagram Oscar music starts playing. Um, what's really been on my mind as of late uh, is the mythology around the Hindu deity Ganesha. And the reason for that is that I read the words, um, take it as it comes. I read the words, take it as it comes. See how you feel when you hear that. Take it as it comes. And of course I wanted to unpack it because thinking is the international pastime of quarantine. I just love thinking about stuff and I really love noticing how certain things land. And then I try to figure out, ooh, why? Why did I have that reaction? So take it as it comes is really interesting to me. Uh, because in many ways, I feel like that is um, one of the, I'll say it in finger quotes, goals of yoga is to learn to take it as it comes. Because when we have attachment to things being a certain way or aversion to things being a certain way, rather than taking it as it comes, guess what? We suffer. And one of the primary teachings is that your suffering is your responsibility. And that's a hard pill to swallow. And a lot of us feel very defensive of that. You go, oh yeah, but what about this? Or what about him? Or what about you know that? I feel you, I feel you. Uh, but ultimately how we respond to things is always our responsibility. So this idea of take it as it comes is really one of the, the, the fundamentals uh, of this spiritual practice is that we must learn to take it as it comes really without resistance. Now that made me think um, about in my early days of learning yoga, I got, I was very resistant to this idea, the idea that I was supposed to just take it, like just those first two words, take it. I'm like, uh, I'm not, uh, 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 
I'm not just taking it. Um, and that was really reflective of the depth of my understanding of, of the practice at that point. It's like, I'm not going to take it. Um, take it as it comes doesn't um, suggest uh, that you just, you become like a doormat, like a, you know, cosmic doormat. And then everything that happens, you just load it on, which tends to lead to like martyrdom and, oh, you know, and then everything in life starts to feel like an obstacle. And it, it's not suggesting that there, it, you're it, like, take it as it comes and be inactive and not respond. Take it as it comes re- reflects like this idea of non-reactivity, not reacting from your conditioned consciousness, but rather respond from a place of integration. You've taken it as it comes. You've called on your tools and you've worked with it skillfully. And that is why I started to think about the deity Ganesha. When I first learned about Ganesh, uh, I, I was taught that Ganesha is the remover of obstacles. And then you're like, sweet, you know, it's like, get Ganesha in in my court and my life will be obstacle free. And fortunately or unfortunately, it's not quite that simple. Ganesha, who if you've never seen Ganesha, uh, has a big elephant head and he's got um, a great origin story. He actually has many origin stories, but... um, how he ended up with that elephant head is a pretty fantastic story. Maybe I'll tell it another day. Uh, but for now, suffice to say, many of us are taught Ganesha, the remover of obstacles. But where we might uh, lose out in our early understanding of such things is that this is this idea that it's something external to you that removes obstacles for you. In fact, in my understanding and my integration of the mythology of Ganesha is that Ganesha is like a reflection. Ganesha is calling on us to recognize our own elephantine power, our own ability to shift perspective to take something as it comes because you have that elephantine strength to do so to take something as it comes and work with it skillfully so that it ceases to be an obstacle but instead the obstacle or what the what was perceived initially as an obstacle you can now see as the path itself. Take it as it comes. So right now, I think that teaching is good 365 days a year for your entire life, right? But I feel like right now we're butting up against a feeling of perceiving everything that's going on as obstacles. Am I right? I mean, it seems like there's a shit ton of obstacles right now. And so then this idea of take it as it comes becomes wearisome. We've been taking it as it comes now for months and months and months and months. And it, it's a difficult practice. It is a difficult practice. Let's make no mistake. So to continue to endure, that's another cool thing about elephants. They live at long, long lives, 
right? They endure. <laughs> they endure. And many times in the wild, they're enduring rough conditions. You know, um, those shows that where you see the elephants working through the droughts and, and things like that on the plains in Africa. Anyway, I digress. This is why Instagram starts to kick me off. Um, but they have elephants have these qualities that I think uh, we can see like a reflection of uh, in the mythology of Ganesha. Right. So that we can endure more than we imagine the things that seem at first to be obstacles, but with strength and the skill that you've cultivated through your lifetime of learning so far, we can begin to see those obstacles as path. Now, it doesn't suggest that, in fact, there will be no obstacles, right? That you're in an obstacle-free zone, that all of your obstacles will be magically removed, but rather that as the inevitable obstacles arise and show up on your path, you take it as it comes and learn to call on the resources of your practices, the resources, the wisdom of your life experience so far to in fact, yes, take it as it comes because I have the power, the strength and the endurance to stay with this perceived obstacle until I can see it shift into the path itself. And like I said, I'm not going to pretend that like you sit on one, do one stoop sit and it's easy. And now you're out there like, ah, I'm Ganesha and I don't know. I have no obstacles. Not that easy. It's a, it's rigorous, right? It's something that requires you to call on your strength and your endurance every single day. Take it as it comes before you react and be like, another obstacle. But see it as like, hmm, all right, what have I got to work with this? How can I take this as it comes? What have I got to work with this? And this is why I'm so interested in the conversations around things like self-care, right? You know what? Sometimes you're going to feel like you got nothing and you're especially going to feel like you got nothing to work with this. You're unable to take it as it comes because you're on an E or you're below empty, right? You've got, you're below an empty tank. And this is why self-care practices are crucial. It's also helpful to remember that self-care practices aren't universal. What is self-care for someone is not for another. So the, the, the burden is on you uh, to figure out your own sustainability. What is going to sustain your ability to, in fact, take something as it comes, call on the resources that, in fact, are there within you. You have made it this far, my sisters and brothers. You have made it this far, right? You've got this. I don't say that lightly. Like, I mean it sincerely. You have the ability to see obstacle as path. What can I integrate from this perceived obstacle so that I can forge ahead like elephants cutting through the jungle, right? How can I call on my own strengths here? And like I said, your strengths depend on how you're caring for yourself. This is tiresome. Also is kind of like you get some insight into why Buddha would say things like life is suffering, <laughs> right? Yes. 
until we find the tool sets inside ourselves to endure, to continue to move ahead and to learn to find the grace to take it as it comes. I'm not bypassing here, right? I'm not just slapping a happy little slogan on it, trying to have a real talk about it because that's what we do here on the stoop, right? Indeed, it's hard. But once you start to lose faith in your ability to take something as it comes and to begin to see obstacle as path, once you lose faith in your ability, your suffering will increase. And that's what motivates me to come onto this virtual stoop and to do all the things I'm doing right now to support you in not losing faith in your ability to take it as it comes. Find the strength and endurance within you to begin to see obstacle as path. When we see something as an obstacle, it's very possible we get blinders on, like poor circus elephants, right? We get blinders on and we, we, we've, it's, we're unable to see that obstacle as, as path. And we're unable to see the inner resources that we may already have. So I come here again in support of you recognizing you can do this. It is exquisitely challenging. And I think many of us are really reaching our limits of taking it as it comes. That said, for whatever it's worth, I believe in your ability to do this because you've done hard things before. And this is where we started this collective. Way back in March, we had the conversation around shit, this is hard and we've done hard things and we can continue to do hard things. And this is why I think it's helpful to remember those of you that are yoga practitioners and maybe have heard of Ganesha or know of that mythology. It, it, I think this can be a helpful refresher of like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, that inspired me to create a home practice called Activate that uh, really is inspired by Ganesh and, and calls on. It's like, I, I, you know what a big advocate I am for like, don't try to think your way into something. Make it a whole body, mind, spirit effort, right? All too often, we try to think our way into a particular state. I'm like, why, why leave the body out of that? So I created this practice to support everything that I just said. You're not just thinking about, all right, I'm going to take it as it comes. I'm strong. I can endure. This is also your body saying yes to those things. So um, that practice, if that interested you at all, that practice is on my uh, website, ginayoga.com. So with that... I hope that that little refresher around the mythology of Ganesha, but also this idea of take it as it comes uh, is of some benefit to you. Let's sit before I get kicked out. Let's sit. So please may find a workable seat. You know this. Many of you I see that are in here today have come week after week to the stoop. But for anyone who's jumped in new, this is a meditation in which we go through the five layers of our consciousness called the koshas, the koshas. The first layer is Annamaya kosha. This is the physical layer of your being. This is the gross body. And this is why I don't like leaving it out. I don't like trying to think myself into another state of being. I like for my body to be on board as well. 
So take a moment to feel your palms turn down on your thighs. Feel your sitting bones rooting down and then that opposite pole that is the crown of your head rising up. And then don't miss the opportunity to also witness what's happening between those two poles. Feel your abdominals toning as you root your sitting bones down and rise up through your crown. And feel your back muscles activate to support the telescoping of your spine. Notice any shift in your inner state once you adopted this alert, engaged and upright seated position. And then take your awareness inward by following the sensations of your breath. So turn awareness to the grossest aspect of breathing, how it feels. Can you feel your breath pass your outer nostrils and go into your inner nostrils, maybe the back of your throat? And then follow that sensation back out. How often do we actually pay attention to our breath? And then go deeper into yourself. This is pranamaya kosha, the energy layer of your consciousness. I like to think of this as the current that animates your physical form. This includes things like the action in your nervous system, the energy that's required to animate your body in this world. How's your energy moving through you today? A gentle reminder, I'm not inviting you to judge yourself, but instead witness, observe yourself like a scientist would. Your motivation is that you're curious. You're gathering information about yourself so that you may take better care of yourself so that you may have the strength and endurance to continue to take it as it comes. So what's happening on the energetic level? Energy moving excessively, deficiently, oddly. And now go deeper into yourself, to the third layer of your consciousness, Manomaya Kosha. This is the level of emotions and your lower mind. 
we give a lot of power to this layer of our consciousness. What happens on this layer affects our body, affects our energy, and is affected by our body and our energy. Nothing that happens in your mind escapes your body. Nothing that happens in your body escapes your mind. What's been going on in there as of late? No judgment, please. Gather data. How can you care for yourself to continue? Take it as it comes. Work with it skillfully. See the obstacles as path. Learn something from this sit about yourself so that afterwards you may take action. And now go deeper. The fourth layer of your consciousness, Vinyana Maya Kosha. This is the higher mind, the level of the witness, the onboard observer. This is not the layer of your mind that is constantly thinking and processing. This is the layer of your mind that is observing, storing wisdom. Witness it in yourself now so that you know it's there. You will call on the wisdom of your ages to continue to take it as it comes and work with it skillfully. To not lose faith in your ability. Go a little deeper into yourself now. Ananda Maya Kosha. Ananda is bliss. The bliss layer of your consciousness. Now, let's be clear. This layer of our consciousness is very often obscured by so much activity on the third layer. But it's important to recognize there is a bliss in you that is your true nature. It is a bliss that doesn't come from how things are going in the world around you. There's a bliss that comes from simply the fact that you are of this world in this moment. That your life force is able to express itself in the world that you have choice around how to do so. A bliss that comes from knowing you are already, in fact, divine, enlightened, wise, an embodiment of love.
And now go deeper towards Atman. This is your soul itself. Also often obscured by the outward facing personality, identity, ego. But before we can ever see another soul to soul, we must be able to acknowledge our own, this slice of the divine in you, who you are beneath all of the labels, characteristics of your identity and the stories. This divine spark is in all beings, regardless of their outward facing expression. Acknowledging it in ourselves is the first step. Imagine a world in which we could acknowledge it in each other, see beyond the outer layers. Then imagine you pan out and witness yourself on all five layers from skin to soul. This is you, the entirety, your wholeness. Yoga supports us integrating all of these layers of ourselves, consciously integrating, allowing them all to show up. Be gentle with yourself in identifying what you're obscuring within yourself, what's getting most airtime, what maybe feels like it's gone off the rails. Because of your wholeness, you can come back time and time again. Take it as it comes. Call on your power. See obstacle as path. Let's bring our hands together now in front of our hearts. This gesture, Anjali Mudra, indicates our desire to offer the merits of this stoop sit, this coming together as virtual community to all beings. Let's offer it first to those who are suffering most. Whether we agree with them or disagree with them, may our efforts of self-awareness be of benefit. And offer it to all those whose lives we touch may the time we took to be here and the steps we'll take from here be of benefit and teach by example. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace. Namaste. Thank you so much. So I've started a new um, online membership community 
membership. Um, and I may end up winding stoop sits down and do live things over there only because Instagram is making it a little less fun. Like I said, um, you can see more about that at yoga potluck. Um, thank you so much for being here on the stoop today. And uh, I hope that uh, we see each other again soon and that you find your ability to take it as it comes, that you tap into your elephantine power, your stamina, your fortitude, your endurance. I believe in you. And again, this is really just a reminder so that you don't lose faith in yourself. I, I genuinely believe we can do this as long as we support each other in staying the course. So thank you so, so much. I love you. I care about you. I believe in you. I'll see you again soon. I'm going to put this up as a podcast. If you jumped in a little later, that'll be at stoopsits.com. And you can see the other things I'm doing, either the individual classes or the yoga potluck all on my website. Thank you so much, y'all. Take good care of yourselves. Mwah.